What is good, everyone, and welcome back to the Nostalgia for Soldier podcast. My name is Nostalgia. Joining me is As Told by Zoe. What's good, my guy? What's up, man? Hey, man. I was looking back through uh, our previous episode, and I just was laughing at myself because it's literally like part, I don't know, of us saying we're going to talk about certain things and then only getting to one of those topics. <laughs> That's what, usually what podcasts are. I mean, yeah, but it was just so funny because I was like, uh, I was like, oh, I was said in the beginning, oh yeah, yeah, we're gonna talk about you know this music debate that we saw on Twitter, and then also talk about talk about our uh, our anime seasonal stuff, you know, to get into that stuff, and then we just spent a whole hour and ten minutes on um, <laughs> on the Drake and Charles Gambino thing, and never got to any anime trending talk. topic. Trending topic. That is true, but it was just really funny. Um, Today, though, is going to be primarily about uh, anime. Uh, that way we can kind of <laughs> stay on track with uh, the new current season coming out and some other stuff like that. But before we get into that, I, now I, I, made, I made another crazy claim now. Uh, we're going to talk about multiple things today, but it's all going to be about anime. So first one is something that I saw on Twitter literally right before we started recording. Um, and it was uh, Crystal Chanel, Crystal the Creative. Shout out to her. I've been following her on Twitter for a long time. She's uh, a really like positive, you know, black influencer and in, in, in the, I guess, black nerd space or anime space, I guess, or whatever. And she's done a lot of cool stuff. But I've been following her for a while, and people were kind of getting on her case in a joking way about her still having like Naruto in her top three of anime. And I thought it was pretty funny because like, the responses were hilarious. And then, you know, she's kind of going through talking about, um, talking about like the Naruto as a show and talking about how some of the dynamics didn't make sense. Like Hinata and Naruto's relationship as a couple, like it really wasn't that fleshed out. It wasn't that great. Um, but which is like, you know, a valid point. And then she kind of follows up later in her like, you know, con- stream of consciousness with, Growing up is reali- growing up is realizing your childhood anime isn't as good as you thought it was. The nostalgia factor still hits, and then she follows that up with, "I should have said some of your childhood favorites because some storylines still hold up even as an adult." And Zoe, since you are, I don't know if you have like a childhood anime that you started with at all, um, but or if any any kind of like childhood media that you could go back to and be like, "Yeah, this isn't very good." Like, if you do have any of those? Funny enough, um, like, back in the day, uh, hold on, give me one second. Uh, I don't know why I was, uh, Toonami was like, oh, we got bo 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 And I was like, that's the sickest thing I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> <laughs> and for as a kid i like you know i wasn't like ooh anime i just thought it was a cartoon and as a kid i i don't know i wa- i tried to watch every bo 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 episode that came on and i i don't think i can watch that again <laughs> <laughs> oh my god i remember that show it's it was I, I, we'd have to go back and watch it again just to kind of see if it still it's a parody probably holds up it's a parody of like yeah. everything 
It's a, yeah, it's supposed to be. It's just really, it's really. It's, I remember like remembering scenes from it and like thinking, thinking back to like what it was. It was definitely really funny. Like I definitely was on that in that same breath as like probably like a lesser version of Space Dandy because Space Dandy's good. Yeah, but Bo 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 was like a, a further parody than Space Dandy. You yeah. know, what I'm saying further comedy elements of Space Dandy. Um, but yeah, like it's. Probably going back and watching it now, you're like, yeah, this is this is just dumb. Like, yeah, like ten year old me would have just been like, <laughs> I d- I really don't. It's not like I was a frequent tsunami watcher when I was younger. I just heard that name, and I was like, this is the funniest shit I've ever <laughs> heard. Um, yeah, I think for me, it's funny enough. You know, her talking about Naruto. I think Dragon Ball Z and Naruto are two of the, uh, I guess, childhood anime that I grew up watching. Like, legitimately knowing that they were anime, you know? Um, and I will say, like, Naruto's not ever really going to be in any of my top lists at all. Mm-hmm. Because I feel like a lot of times people look at, and look, don't get me wrong, if Naruto's your favorite, um, story ever i'm not saying your opinion is wrong and your fandom of that show is wrong for me though personally i feel like a lot of people look at naruto in general with a lot of rose-colored glasses you know and because there are a lot of but it's hard you know i feel like it's hard it's the same thing i go back when i talk about bleach right like your your criticism of naruto right can be valid under the knowledge and the like, I guess the preface that it's a '90s to early 2000s, early 2000s title. You know, yeah. Like nothing else. I mean, obviously, like Boruto, like Kishimoto isn't writing that from my from he he hasn't written most of it, so sure. like it's a different kind of entity. So I'm just focusing on just Naruto in general. It's an early 2000s title, so a lot of stuff is going to be. A lot of stuff, newer, like generational stuff now is taking from Naruto, is taking from Bleach, taking some of the stuff from One Piece. But, you know, there are certain criticisms to be had about the about Naruto as a show, like how a lot of characters were set up to have a lot of, you know, prevalence in the later story, never got fleshed out and had a really had really bad character arcs. Um, the romance in there was kind of forced, you know. It was just very one-sided. Like Hinata's uh, relationship to Naruto was definitely a lot, really one-sided, and she's, you know, uh, she was a character that wasn't super, I guess, developed in terms of like the love interest situation, and it was only ever really like seriously hinted at or seriously like considered in like one of the Naruto movies when she gets kidnapped or some shit like that. You know what I'm saying? Like it's yeah. just. Uh, there's no real serious situation in which Naruto like looks at her as a romantic interest, at least how it was written. You know what I'm saying? From like, you can interpret certain things and certain things that were said and certain actions that Naruto takes as him being interested in her. But for the most part, it wasn't really the case, you know? Um, you know, people have their opinions on Sasuke. I think Sasuke is not the, um, the greatest written character that people say that he is. You know, 
the the edgy brooding. I feel like there are better versions of edgy brooding characters than Sasuke. Here's you know here's the thing. Coming from someone who famously just doesn't like Naruto, <laughs> it's fine if you do. You know, I'm not trying to yuck someone's yum. You know, yeah. you, you people don't like Kingdom Hearts, and that shit's my favorite. You know, but the same the same thing with me and Kingdom Hearts. You got to be self aware about some stuff. You got to realize that what's the manga's name? Kishimoto. Uh-huh. You got to realize that Kishimoto can't write women. You got to yeah. realize that Sasuke has been done better ever since. Yeah. And you got to realize that, yes, while Luffy and uh, Naruto both yell, Naruto is way more annoying. <laughs> <laughs> I think just the. I don't know. The uh, when I talk about Naruto, I guess I'm I'm lumping in both Naruto and Naruto Shippuden together. Yeah. That way it just makes it a little bit cleaner. Yeah, yeah, that um, makes sense. I do I will say though if I were to choose between the two of them, I definitely I'm definitely choosing Shippuden over original Naruto. That's what a lot original of people Naruto say. Is, Yeah, it's just because I think character-wise, I like Naruto better as a teenager than I did as a kid. Mm. You know, as a kid as me as a seven, eight year old, nine year old, ten year old watching kid Naruto run around, I thought he was the coolest dude ever. Yeah. You know? Now that I'm twenty six years old and I watch Naruto again, I think he's an idiot. Or not I think he's just like a spoiled kid. Yeah. Not a spoiled kid, but just he's annoying. I think he's just like an annoying loud kid that gets on everybody's nerves, you know what I'm saying? But as a child, I thought he was the coolest dude ever. You know? Um, also as an outsider looking in, it's 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 almost this weird thing where like to, to put it as an analogy um, or, you know, to compare it to something. Um, a lot of people say, Oh, the dark Knight is the best comic book hero movie ever. And then other people say it's only good because of the villain. Yeah. I hear a lot of people talk more about villains or side characters Rather than the main cast. Yeah, I don't know. I do think pe- that people. I know we. T- I think we mentioned this on like when we had Rainy on the podcast too. But like, he was talking about how there, are, there are a lot more like side character fans than there are fans of Naruto. I don't think that's a hundred percent the case. You know, like obviously you see people online. Like online, you're gonna find a lot of pockets of fandoms of characters or just shows in general you're gonna find those people out there you know i just i think there's when it comes to the story story of naruto i feel like there's gonna be a lot more people that like the titular character the show's named after than a character who you know barely did anything in who'd had a couple of cool moments in the original in the first iteration and then had maybe like two or three somewhat decent uh, I guess things that happened to him in Shippuden like especially you talk about like Choji or something like that right like and then Neji like Neji you know in the original he's this prodigy who's you know gonna be one of the best you know ninja in the Hidden Leaf Village and he had all this potential to be like one of the best and it'd have been really cool to see how he developed as a character and 
even into Shippuden and then he fucking dies. You know, it's yeah. like, it's like, what a waste of a also, character. It's also like, I hear way more about Gara or the fucking, and, and yeah, I'll be honest, Rock Lee taking out, taking off the weights. That's cool as fuck. But Jesus, you gotta get- Jesus <sighs> Christ, I see that clip every other month on Twitter. I know, bro. Get a different clip, bro. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> if all Rock Lee's character amounts to him taking off the weights versus Gara and still losing, mind you, he still lost that fight. Yeah. Like, he didn't win. Uh, or, like, the drunken style against, uh, what is his name? The guy that has, like, the bone jutsu or whatever. But I just those hear two... more about, like, other people's feats than naruto's the only thing i ever see about naruto is how sakura like fucked him over <laughs> yeah i think it's just yeah he just can't kishimoto cannot write a woman to save his life even as a kid even as a kid when i would try to watch naruto i hated sakura i was like what i was like what's the point why does he like her yeah I, and it's just i don't know I feel like it's not fair to the character that is there underneath all that BS. Cause I think she's a, I think she gets a lot of unnecessary hate. Although she's not going to be my favorite character ever. Sure. Like she's not going to make any kind of top uh, women characters in anime list for me. You know what I'm saying? She's not going to make that list, but I do think there are some, there are some stuff that she had going on in, especially in she put in that, a lot of people just kind of dismiss and don't really talk about just to fuel that narrative of saying Sakura is like the, a useless character. I will say though, that she had arguably one of the biggest like fuck ups in the plot <laughs> that led to like a certain thing. Basically like she was supposed to like, I think she was supposed to either kill Obito or do something to him that would allow the, their plan to succeed and she hesitates and doesn't do what she was supposed to do and it leads to I think Madara gaining his the power he has towards the end of the it, show right it's uh it's almost like it's it's really weird when when we talk about stuff like this and we talk about how Twitter reacts or handles characters like this cuz it's almost like Again, I I, I, I I do a lot of comparisons. It's almost like Star Lord in Endgame, uh, or in Infinity yeah. War, fucking up, you know, the plan for, uh, and they then they couldn't get the Infinity Gauntlet uh, off of Thanos' hand. But what people don't fucking realize, and I always gotta bring it up, because I'm the only motherfucker on Twitter that isn't black or white. I'm the one that thinks shit out. Doctor Strange said there's only one way we can win, and what ended up happening, they won at the end of Endgame. So that had to happen. People need to shut the fuck up. <laughs> so the same thing yeah, with the same thing with, with this. It's like, sure, she fucked up. Move on. There's more story. Yeah, literally. Um, but yeah, I just think like when it comes to a start like something like Naruto, I think you gotta use your or just even anything in the big three, right? Use your criticisms you know, with the preference and the knowledge that these titles came out in the early 2000s. 
So a lot of the mistakes that they made in their iterations, you know, some of the, the, I'm not going to say clones, but like the, the, I guess, framework that they established and created, some of those are going to get fleshed out a little bit more. You know what I'm saying? Like you're going to have situations like, well, I can't even use Black Clover as an example because Black Clover is kind of basically like another like Naruto mm. iteration. And even those, you know, women characters aren't really super fleshed out either. So it's kind of par for the course. But, uh, but like, yeah, it's just like the, Jesus Christ, Milo. Yeah. <laughs> uh, um, but yeah, so I, so when it comes to Naruto and then also thinking about Dragon Ball Z as a uh, as an anime, right? I loved, I think, you know, people still look at that with rose-colored glasses a little bit too. I think there's a, for what it's worth, Dragon Ball Z and in, in what it provided is a very, you know, cool story, all that kind of stuff. But as you start to get later into the iterations of Dragon Ball Z or just Dragon Ball in general, it's like, where are we going? What are we doing? You know, can we, you know, get some different, like a different type of, you know, story maybe? Yeah. You know, it just doesn't really give give you too much outside of just what they gave you in the 90s and 2000s. And yeah. so when you kind of... Uh, that one is... is I, I didn't really watch too much Dragon Ball when I was younger, you know, here and there. But that one, it, it there's like a soft spot for Dragon Ball in like almost everyone's hearts because it is such a landmark title. Yeah. But it's kind of the same thing over and over again. It's just, yeah. What, it's like you're just watching to see what new form Goku gets and then restart. Uh, Chi-Chi doesn't really get fleshed out. Bulma was a really, you know, in the in the beginning, Bulma was kind of like a main cast. She's kind of on the sidelines again. Like, I, I, it, it's, but it's also like, it's Dragon Ball though. It's cool, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think, I think we talked about this uh, a few pods, a few episodes ago where I was like, yeah, I kind of am not super interested in the, yeah. Screaming and yelling animes anymore? Some. Some. Because, you know, Uzui Tengen, that, you know, dra- dra- uh, Dragon Slayer, Demon Slayer, I could watch that shit all day. Yeah, but even still, for me, though, too, it's like, I, I can, I'd have to, like, watch it all. I mean, like, that's, like, you know, that's my screaming and yelling fix for the day. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's, um, there's just, you know, it always goes back to the chicken tenders debate. There's just way more shit out there. Yeah, 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 and it's just, you know, the the shows that we watch when we're kids and, you know, that, or just at least younger, and we try to go back and realize that they're not as great as we thought they were, you know what I'm saying? It sucks, but it happens, you know? Uh, I thought that, I think, well... The two titles that I'm thinking of now, in my earlier like anime days, thinking of, like Soul Eater and uh, Blue Exorcist. I think the problem with those two is the is the is the situation that I think Soul Eater is good. 
I think that the anime original ending is what makes it not good for me anymore. Mm-hmm. And then same thing with Blue Exorcist. And then how they handled Blue Exorcist where they basically had an anime original ending for the first, I guess, season or whatever of the show, right? Then instead of making an entire remake like Brotherhood, they instead make another a third season with but it picks up right at the diverging point of the se- of the first season. That's confusing. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. So like first so like season 1 is like 22 episodes I think so or whatever. But it the the anime and the source material diverge at episode 12. Right? Okay. Where we're like I think right at episode 12 Rin is discovered to have uh, by the whole class to have the powers of Satan, right? He's because essentially he's supposed to be Satan's son, and he's been hiding it this entire time. But in episode twelve, it's it's found out that he's this the child of Satan, right? Mm-hmm. From there, everything uh, the or, the anime has an original ending. The problem is, from that point, they make a third season where it picks up right where episode twelve left off. And it's just like, wh- why? Why do that? Why not just make a whole new thing? That's so weird. You know, and even the, and even the, even that third season or second season or whatever, uh, it still kind of takes some artistic liberties with the source material too. Sure. So it's like it's not really a full, complete adaptation, you know. Mm. So it's just like, yeah. So when I go back and watch it, I'm just like, yeah, this isn't really that great, you know. Um, but yeah, I just think it, was, I think it was funny. Like, there's like so much other like media out there too, where I can point to and say, "Hey, you know, that's not that's not as good as I thought it was." Now, <laughs> you know, sure. Um, but like, uh, well, there was a movie I was thinking of, and I was I can't like. <laughs> I remember one time thinking of like watching Sharkboy and Lava Girl for the first time. This is random. Yeah, watching Sharkboy and Lava Girl for the first time. And as a kid and being like, this movie is amazing. This movie's fire. And then watching it as like a 16, 17 year old and going, this movie sucks. This movie's ass. <laughs> this movie's ass. <laughs> you know, and you know what? I'm going to be brave and I'm going to say it. Oh, no. I cannot watch Space Jam. That's another one. I can't. I just can't. It's like, <laughs> like I love I love the Looney Tunes. They all do great, uh, and I, I'm a Michael Jordan fan. He, to me, he's the goat. I just cannot sit there and watch him interact with, like it, it's he's he sucks. He's such a bad actor. <laughs> and then, like, yeah, oh, the jokes are funny. There are some jokes that are funny, and then, ooh, little bunny, whoa. But like, yeah. there's just some parts where I'm just bored. Yeah, and the second one is even worse. Yeah, second one is just I I saw like maybe the first like maybe like the first like 25 minutes of the second one. I think they were playing it at this like somewhere I was at, and I was like, yeah, this this is just not it at all. But the the original Space Jam is funny too because yeah, as a kid you're like, oh my god, this movie's amazing. When you watch it as an adult, and you're like, "Jesus, this movie is just 
terrible. Like I, I don't know if I missed something. Where the hell does Bill Murray come into the picture? He goes at the very end. He's like yeah, this random. I know, like, I know at the end, but why? He's supposed to be Michael Jordan's friend that like shows up because he needs some backup playing against just the because. <laughs> I think so. If my memory's right. As a kid, how the fuck am I supposed to know who Bill Murray is? I mean, you're not, there's, I don't think you're supposed to like know who Bill Murray is. It's mostly just like, oh, I, Michael Jordan's like, oh, I need help. Let me go hit up my buddy. And he, he shows up and you're like, who's this like fat white guy? He can't play. And then he has a, you know, like, you know, getting buckets against the Monsters or whatever. That's, I think that's what, the, what it's supposed to be. I just think it's funny them using all of those NBA stars because like every, Michael Jordan included, every NBA player that has an acting appearance on that in that movie has the stiffness of a board bro yeah, it is terrible bro it's 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 hard it's a hard watch i'm not i'm not even gonna lie it's a hard watch man if you're like with friends and you're drinking and whatever you're making you're like making jokes like whatever it's fine but like alone it's a hard watch bro and that's why kevin garnett is the best nba actor one thousand percent Uncut gems. He, Why the bro, fuck you gonna show it to me if you can if I can't have it? I feel like they didn't give him a script. I feel like they they said their <laughs> lines to him and he was just. <laughs> I feel like in Uncut Gems they did not give him a script. They basically just read their lines to him and said, "Okay, Kevin Garnett, be you." Because there's no way. <laughs> he was great, bro. He was amazing. Um, but yeah, that was just like a quick thing I wanted to kind of touch on. But getting into I guess the nitty gritty of uh, this one, this new anime season that is currently out, man, I'm super excited for it. I know me and Zoe watched. Um, it would, we'll start off with the one that we both watched collectively mm-hmm. that I that I showed you, and that is the I think the sleeper. It might be one of the best anime to come out of the year if it continues to be consistent, and that Zom 100. Bro. Oh my god. Bro, visually. Let's just start off with the visuals first. Yeah. It, it's really funny because we we saw something before that just looks like shit. We're gonna get into that in a second. So but. then so then to switch into something that's so stylistic and colorful and 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 like bro, it was so fucking mesmerizing how how not just the use of color, but like the use of like uh perspective mm-hmm. and and like oh this is how this person sees the world, but this is what it actually looks like type like type of beat like f- like I had no expectations for this show. I know you said you were hyped for it. I had no expectations for this, and it fucking blew him out of the water. I'm so hyped for it. Yeah, I I read the first chapter, and then I kind of, it was like when it, it, it wasn't even when it got announced. Like, I just randomly saw it, and I was like, oh, this looks pretty interesting, and I read the first chapter, and then I finished it, and I was like, okay, yeah, this is going to be a good one, and I put it down, because I think I was in the middle of reading something else, and I was like, I don't want to, like, drop the other title that I'm reading to pick this one up. 
So I left it alone for a while and then it got announced for an anime and I was like, I'll just wait for the anime and then I'll pick up the manga from where the anime left off. And then, uh, so I was already super excited about where it was going. Um, but man, I think I don't think I could have asked for a better adaptation and from a studio that's relatively new, like Bug Films. They kind of got only, hits though. Yeah, they only had like three including this one, I think only like three anime that they've done production for, which is uh, this one, uh, Gundam Witch from Mercury, which we still have to finish. And then uh, there was one more that I saw. Kobe Can't Communicate. Also yes. banger. It was Kobe Can't Communicate. So like, <clears throat> they haven't really missed on a... Uh... Oh, and they have uh, the another show that's airing this season um, that I'm watching. So uh, yeah, it's just like the... <clears throat> biggest thing for me if a if a show can capitalize on the use of color production wise you've already sold me right and then and i think i talk about this when i talk about um boongo stray dog season four right how basically the earlier like the first four-ish episodes are basically uh rompo and the head of the armed detective agency it was basically like the the formation of the armed detective agency and basically talk about Rompo's origin story, right? And for the first the first like four episodes, you basically are watching it in a very monochrome, black and white, noir setting. And you think that that's how the series is going to go for the most part, especially in the earth. Like they usually do flashback or flashback episodes like to set up storylines and seasons for Bungo Stray Dogs. I like how they do that, but this is like no different than what they've been doing. Um so basically, when Rompo discovers his like ability, right, and he gets like he is able to get the glasses and he's able to do the whole thing and take them off to like trigger his gifted ability, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, it suddenly like gives the world color, you know, what I'm saying it gives every the environment the actual color that it has. It gives you like an ambiance. It gives you the actual ske- color scheme and overall aesthetic of the show itself after the first four episodes being super monochrome, this one is super, is super the same. And how I think it, I like how it goes from super bright and colorful. And then it basically, the color scheme of the show reflects, um, was it Toka? Uh, what's his name? I think Toka. Oh, I forgot now. It reflects, I think his, it reflects the main character's mental state. So like, it goes from him this really bright and colorful um, Akira Tendo. Tendo, 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 Tendo. Tendo. So, so it goes from this bright like Tendo sees, you know the the bright and sees this bright and colorful world because he's starting out a new job and the new job is really crazy. He have, has a new love interest <laughs> and he's he's really like trying to get stuff together and he's you know really excited to. to hop on this new experience of starting his life and then as he begins to see how exploitative this company is you see the color scheme get darker and darker and darker and more monochrome until it's eventually black and white and then when he eventually realizes that (laughs) because the zombie apocalypse is here he doesn't have to go to work and he finally like gets to live free from his uh from the stress of his job the color comes back in the coolest way possible. Yeah. I think um, 
that's just one of the biggest things of this this show that I think is going to get people is just the overall uh, just production value. And even the story is just like cool too, you know? Like yeah, Tendo's were, a cool MC. The way the way Tendo's written so far is 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 interesting to me. Yeah, he's not like this uh the whole oh what do i do the zombie apocalypse you know that kind of that kind of character yeah, just, yeah. like super scared of everything and all that kind of stuff and something happens in episode 1 uh where it's not he doesn't he doesn't do the typical stupid mc thing he just kind of yeah. uh you know notices his surroundings sees the situation that's going on and is like you know what it, it's time for me to it, you know let me do the right thing and he does it exactly exactly i think that scene is definitely a kind of shows you his his um his mind state as a character you know Cause i think sometimes when you think about like stories that have zombie apocalypses in them you either get like the super a super badass that just doesn't care about anything. All he wants to do is just survive. And he's like, I'm going to live for myself and the people I've lost. And and then you get like the, you get the people that are super scared of everything that, you know, have this hidden potential to be really beneficial to the group, but it just needs that one little push to get them over the hump or they see some death and they get really scared about it. And they get, they meet this like really gruff mentor that teaches them how to be themselves and shit, which is, it's just so played out. And then you get Tendo who's like, Oh, uh, zombie apocalypse. I don't have to go to work tomorrow. Bet. I'm going to (laughs) do, I'm going to do everything that I've ever wanted to do before I eventually die. (laughs) Zombie apocalypse. I think it's just really refreshing. A refreshing take on like the zombie genre. Yeah. I think it's pretty, really cool. So, um, but I know you've been kind of, you know, slacking a little bit on the anime tip, but yeah. Are there any, are there any shows that you're like looking at to probably watch? If you, if you, have you seen any? Bro, I have to catch up on drag. Uh, I always say dragon slayer. <laughs> That's not what it's called. <laughs> I gotta catch up on Demon Slayer, uh, Jujutsu Kaisen. Uh, so I saw the. I'm watching it, you know. So I, I haven't not seen an episode yet. Um, yeah, I for sure gotta keep up on that because it's. How long has it been? It's been like three episodes out so far. No, how long has it been season? since season one? Oh, like a, maybe like a year and a half, two years, maybe. Yeah, bro. It, it's been a minute, and I, I really like JJK. So yeah, I think season season one was airing while I was still in Georgia. So, so it's been like two years. Dog, you've been here for two years. That's what I'm saying. It might be so three, like probably, bro. My more, yeah, might be like probably like three. Yeah, yeah, man. It's it's for sure. I want to watch uh, JJK. Um, it baffles my mind how quick. Rent a Girlfriend season three came out. They they are pumping that show out, man. Yeah, it's popular, bro. I it has to be popular in Japan, right? Yeah, because I just see people shit on it here. I mean, 
I think it's just the people that we follow or just the people that we just see immediately on the internet. There are I there's there's got to be people that genuinely like that show in America. There's no way there's there's not a nah, niche yeah, audience for it. Definitely, and it's good. you know, and it's that whole thing of like it's a different culture. You have to get used to it. Where it's like you don't have to get used to it. I mean, yeah, there are, I know there I are de- degenerates everywhere. I know there are I de- degenerates everywhere. I defended the show, but then I saw panels from the manga, and I was like, oh, there's no coming back from this. <laughs> This is bad. It's bad, dude. Oh, speaking speaking of bad. Oh, God. Have you seen the art that's been floating around? It's like official art for uh, Miss Kobayashi's Dragon Maid. Oh, my God. (laughs) Yes. I, I will never, ever take anyone serious ever again. If they mentioned that show, I, I'll never forget. People were like, yeah, it's kind of weird, but like, it's, it's more of a comedy and it's kind of cute. And, uh, you know, the, le- the lesbian dragon, she's trying to flirt with the human. It's kind of cute, whatever. No, you can't convince me to watch that show. For those of you who don't know what I'm talking about, every Every mangaka, every showrunner, every whatever, they draw their females in bikinis. It's kind of like a thing. Uh, yeah. Especially Kubo. Kubo loves his bikinis. <laughs> yeah. Um, so a new official art for Miss Kobayashi's Dragon Maid uh, has all the dragon people in bikinis. Yeah. And the only one that looks kind of normal... Because not really, she has a giant fucking dragon tail, is the main one. Yeah. Because the one right next to her is a child. And the one at the end, also a child, with triple Z boobs. (laughs) It's disgusting. Oh my god. And then there's one... Who also oh, has man. really big boobs, and for some reason her feet are fucking humongous. Her feet are ridiculously big. It doesn't make any sense. Someone quote tweeted it with Oscar Proud talking with La Cienega. Yes, and she shows him her her feet, and he goes, "Whoa!" Yeah, no, it's that's literally what it looks like. That's insane. And then one of them has like a horn coming out. Like I don't. What's the what's the draw to that show? I don't know. I have no clue. I, I haven't. Uh, picked it up at all? That's not really my my forte. Yeah, it's. I just, think we were talking about that. We were talking about that with your dad when I was over when I was over at your at your crib yesterday. Yeah, we're trying. To sh- like, we're trying to show. We're trying to see if we can teach my dad about anime culture. <laughs> I think I think we could skip Dragon Maid. Oh yeah, yeah, hundred percent. I, I don't. Think I don't even want to watch it. Yeah, no. I think this is like a different aesthetic and vibe i've seen i've have seen clips of it and it's um there's like a there's like random like bits of sakuga where they're fighting or some characters are fighting and it looks really cool um but i know that's not what the show's about so i've seen clips i don't know i've seen clips of the little one doing goofy funny thing 
and I'm, but I I'm like I can't watch a whole show of this. There's no way. Yeah, there's no way. It's not even close. Um, continuing on the topic of bad, right? So we do have potentially a a YouTube video coming out at some point in time Oof. where we talk about one of the newest shows of this of this current season. Uh, the girl I like forgot her glasses. And I know in Dude, the moment of I'm the, already hold pissed on. off. Hold on, hold on, hold on. You ain't gonna let me preface the audience or talk about. Go ahead. Um, we did a video on it. Both of us are in this, not through the uh, this Riverside call or whatever, but we are in person, both at the same time, watching it in real time. <laughs> it was not the best of experiences, but now that we've had a day to kind of sit on it, you know, uh, and reflect on what we watched, you know, I feel like the 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 conversation could be a little less <laughs> just both of us being irritated. That shit was stupid. <laughs> it was so bad. It was so bad. The the girl is an ignoramus. She forgot her glasses. First off, if you're that blind, like me, like if I take my glasses off right now, I cannot see the computer screen. I don't become, like, inept. Like, I could still function. Yeah. She can't even tie her fucking shoes. What is it that you said that they do to her? It was they make her seem like a baby. They infantilize right? her. Which was there's a lot of that going on, and it's just. Ooh. And then we talk ooh. about it in the video. Like I, I, I guess I get it. They're middle schoolers, and if I had to guess, the shows for kids. And there's nothing outrageously. I don't even think the show's horny to begin with. I think it's more like puppy love so it's, i would say i'd rather watch it than dragon maid yeah i'd rather say it's like middle school horny which is like you don't really know what the next steps are you know it sure. reminds me of that fucking uh scene from adventure time where jake is like laddering the steps out you and he's don't like just go to ladder 38 or whatever yeah, yeah like it's like don't do step 18 or some shit like that right He's basically when he goes like the first three ladders. I think that's kind of like what middle school horny is gonna be, where you're just really nervous about a girl touching you. You know sure, what I'm saying? Or sure, put their but head even on your that, or... even that is just wholesome. It's not like it's not like he gets touched and then he has thoughts like Kazuya. You know? Yeah, but also like they're in middle school, so it's different. You know, Kazuya's, like, an, Kazuya's an adult. But that's what I mean. They could have gone the route of like degenerate like Mineta. yes but they didn't so like if if anyone likes really wholesome shit it's it's wholesome at least what we saw it's nothing gross but yeah what she's just stupid and the whole show is just it's way too wholesome it's too much yeah it's like the 
the character is supposed to come off as like super quirky and weird, but it just comes off as she's just a dummy, you know. Like, and, and this is coming from someone who likes, like, I like Bochi the Rock. That's wholesome. Comey can't communicate. That one's also wholesome. But like, it's it it is, not to mention. It looks like shit. Bro, Go Hands is gonna be Go Hands, man. We go met, Hands is gonna go do Go Hands things. We mentioned just, it in the video. The art isn't terrible. Yes. But the way everything moves, the way they pan through 3D spaces, the way that the main girl, her whole, every single strand of hair is animated. First off, separately. Second off, at a different frame rate. I don't know if you noticed that. Yeah, it's like the it's like she has three different sections of hair that are all animated at different fr- yeah different frames. Like I can't even tell because like, I'm not like an animator, so I wouldn't know the correct terminology. But it looks like fucking the top part is animated in a super fast frame rate, while like the other two are a lot slower. And then I just kind of like, they move all at different directions and it doesn't, doesn't seem super smooth. Like when you do, I said this in the video too. When you have like a character do the whole like hair swinging thing, you know, it's supposed to be this cool animation thing where you kind of see the flow of the hair. They're supposed to look, you know, beautiful in the scene and all that stuff. They do that for every time she turns her head and looks at the main character. Bro, when she... Doesn't have her glasses on. She can't see, so she's looking at the textbook like this. Yeah, her hair moves weird there too. Like it's just everywhere. Yeah, and then just the, I don't know if it's because Gohan's has no money or they just are sticking to this super off kilter style on purpose, which I think is the sec. I think it's the second one as as opposed to the first one. I so do I. But, I, bro, there's scenes where they're supposed to be like the camera's like a low shot where the character is supposed to look taller than what they actually are. Bro, right? It's slanted. an artistic choice. They're slanted, but I'm not even talking about the, the, that long, that long drawn out homeroom scene. Right. I'm not even talking about that part, specific part. I'm talking about the low, like they're like, I like the shoe locker and they're like, the camera's low oh. and it looks like the, they took a picture of the 3D model of the of the shoe locker area, yeah. and then just placed the main, the characters in that shot because they don't look like they're standing on the ground. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. And and it and it looks like the wood mat that they're standing on is way bigger than they are, so it looks like his foot would get stuck in one of the crevices. We mentioned that in the video. Yeah, dude, like I I would consider myself artistically challenged. Like I'm not a great sure. drawer, yes. painter, same here. Whatever. I can, you know, I'm pretty good with with a camera. You know what I'm saying? Video-wise, I'm yeah. pretty good with with photography, decent with photography, right? Even I could tell that 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 was bad artistically. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> like even I know that's not right, you know? <laughs> like Oh man, this is really bad. It's it's just it's interesting how how these things get funded because remember when we were looking at the title screen, 
there was like a bunch of copyrights at the bottom, and one of them was Square Fucking Enix. <laughs> yeah, you weren't too fond of that one. I I don't understand their their philosophy on anime. <laughs> what Square Enix? Yeah, because I've only ever seen them uh, produce like like no shonen. They don't do shonen. I'm not even sure they they own Dragon Quest. I'm not even sure they produce the anime though. I wouldn't know. Now, now I gotta look this up. But yeah, they do <laughs> Kakiguru. They did my dress up, darling. Yeah, which is just Kakigurui especially. I know we talked about that in the pod before, but it's super horny. Um, my dress up, darling. You know, has some 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 moments that are. Not oh, great! That's right. They What's they up? they do Brotherhood. What like Full, full like, Metal Alchemist? Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood. Brotherhood? Yeah. I did not know that. Oh, my dumbass! Of course they do Near and The World Ends with You. Yeah, one of those is way better than the other one in terms of video game adaptations. But they did Black Butler. I know that's kind of famous. Yeah, it's pretty famous. It's getting a second another season, which is people didn't expect to happen but. oh they do do dragon quest okay kakiguri durarara the fuck is that um i don't know I've, I've seen stuff before about it but i haven't watched it before oh horror mia oh shit they do a lot actually i feel like they just i feel like they just fund anime projects i don't feel like they're not really yeah i just don't super involved in it oh they did um fuck you like this one uh, Vanitas, something of Vanitas. Oh, the case study of Vanitas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know they just fund this shit. I just don't get the philosophy behind it. I don't either. Happy, it's just sh- random. Happy sugar life. Not watching that. Mm. Not watching that. I don't need to. <laughs> High score girl. Don't you? Didn't you tell me to watch that? I did because it's the animation style is a little off putting, but the story itself is kind of funny. And oh. they and they they play vi- legit play video games for real. And they have a lot of terminology of video games in there. Oh, they did um, or they they funded this fucking show. Uh, what's it called in English? Come on. Uh oh, Vermeil and Gold. Do you hear about that one? No. Okay, so I this this showed up on my Twitter a lot. And and this honestly, this makes sense for Square Enix. If that what is if, it called? If that sh- tells Vermeil in gold, what what is that? Okay, so white hair. Let me just explain the cover before you look at anything. White hair, boy, school uniform, on one arm, pink hair girl, also school uniform, on his other what arm. What the fuck is this? Black dress. Big boob, purple hair, older lady. Older lady, apparently, is a demon. The demon, instead of, like, sucking the soul out of people, she has to suck him off. She's a, So she's a succubus. But, like, for cum. That's what a succubus is, by the way. Don't they suck souls? Either way. But, but she's <laughs> not... But the... the 
the point is she's not like evil. She's like part of the main cast and she's like a good Dog. guy, but they have sex a Dog. lot. Dog. And then apparently Dog. And then apparently the animation company it, Okay, under genres it's etchy. If that tells you anything. Yeah, bro, the, this is nuts. The animation company, apparently, what I learned from Twitter, they did only hentai before this. Oh, you can tell. And then, I dude, I heard so many people love this show. And then I saw clips from it, and I was like, there's no way. There's no they, way. The there's, people that love this show, they need to go outside. That's what I'm saying. There's no way that that this they could just watch every episode of this fucking show. Talk what the bruh, the literally I typed in Vermilion Goal as you were talking to me about it, right? Some of this stuff is like fan art. It's it's insane. There's a there's like an AMV like thumbnail where she's like oh oh this is bad and. From my understanding, because I haven't seen any episodes, from my understanding, the whole show isn't her trying to pipe main character. Yes. They just do. So I don't... Oh, it's just like, oh, I feel like it, so boom. So obviously, you know, uh, anime MC fever... Where he's like, wait, wait, wait. Uh, and then, so my, my whole thing is, if they just do, what's the point of the show? What yeah, is the wh- end goal? Wh- what is the synopsis of this fucking show? Our, our, uh, Alto Goldfield, a diligent student at or. Ortegia Academy of Magic aspires to become a powerful sorcerer, but he is unable to become one as despite his excellent grades and strong commitment to his studies, he fails his summoning class. With the threat of repeating a year hanging over his head, Alto tries following an old, worn-out grimoire in a desperate attempt to resolve the situation. To his surprise, he succeeds and summons a powerful demon named Vermeil. As a sign of gratitude for releasing her, Vermeil agrees to become Alter's, Alto's familiar, sealing their relationship with a deep kiss. Little does Alto know what else he is capable of and what Vermeil's pasts hide. They don't even mention the, the, the fact that they fuck. That's probably for per, like purposes to get people to intri- be intrigued. State of entertainment. What else have they done? Did, um... Oh. Oh. <laughs> I clicked on the studio. One of them is, is just... I, what's it called? Three seconds later, he turned into a beast. <laughs> oh, God. And the cover is just a girl with her leg up, and this guy's, like, fondling her thigh. Which already. 
Come on, man. Come on. Oh, boy. Oh, well. Square Enix, you got some explaining to do, my guy. Yeah, we gotta I, figure that out. That's what I'm saying. Like, I guess they just fund whatever, because then they do Horror Mia, and Horror Mia's like, you know, kind of wholesome. Yeah, they gotta just be throwing money at at production companies that need that extra push. There's no way. Kakiguri Twin. Oh, I never saw Twin. I didn't either. But okay. What is the okay? There was there was something else that I wanted to talk about the the other animes that I'm thinking about watching, right? Because obviously I thought about I watched. Funny enough, I watched a little bit of the the second Gohan's production, which is the masterful cat is depressed. That that one's kind of dumb too. It's the same thing, not super like photorealistic in their production style, which like with the really stupid backdrops and stuff, mm-hmm. but it's still just terrible camera work like there's a scene where this like anthropomorphic cat is like lifting up this lady uh-huh. and like sliding her out because she's tired she's sliding her away from like the, the the dinner table and like for some weird reason like the camera starts from like this top down position when the when the cat walks in but then right when the cat grabs the lady it goes back to that weird low ground shot yeah and as they drag her out, the camera like sweeps and it looks like her legs are 30 feet long. And it's like, what are we doing? Yeah. They they really <laughs> like this like weird field of view thing where every everything just looks super long. Hey, I don't get it. I don't get it. I don't, I don't understand. But um two Shows that I picked up as part of the season. I'm not sure I'm, uh, I'm going to drop them yet or not. I'm not 100% sure. Uh, Undead Girl Murder Farce. I think I talked to you about you, it a little bit. You told me a little where, bit. Where for me, I think it's definitely going to be interesting because part of me feels like it's going to be a a Sherlock Holmes and Moriarty type setting story. Mm-hmm due to like the context clues and foreshadowing you get early on and how the main setting is Europe, specifically London, you know? And like how one of the, the main villain, the only thing that's known about him from the interactions between the main character and I guess the, the other like main girl in the show, the only thing connecting like their knowledge of the enemy is that he has a cane with the letter M on it. Right, and then yeah. like in the OP, you see, in the OP, you see the 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 Big Ben, like the the, the clock tower. Yeah, you see, uh, like certain people with like trench coats. This guy with a trench coat, like walking around, and he he kind of gives off the vibe that he might be Sherlock Holmes, you know. So I don't know. It, it, I think it might be getting into that era, which I'm, which I think is gonna be interesting, especially if it's a situation where it's not directly involving them. You know, where we get to kind of see their squabble from the perspective of somebody else trying to save themselves. I think it's really cool. Um, and then another one that I feel like I'm probably going to end up dropping because it's just kind of boring is um, the gene of AI. Okay, I need you to. <laughs> this one is kind of interesting. It's interesting on paper, but it's 
it didn't really do anything for me when I watched the first episode. Okay. It's basically like this. So I guess it's like a situation in, the, in like the distant future where 10% of the population is humanoid. Like, uh-huh. like has the brain and processing speed of a robot and the body of a robot, but has like human, you know, flesh, human characteristics, all that kind of stuff. Sure. But basically the, the main character is a human. He basically works on humanoids and there's like a rule. This is a rule that states that you can't copy your, a humanoid can't copy their consciousness or whatever. They can't duplicate it. It's like illegal to do that. But when the main character was a child, his mom uh, was trying to get money for a procedure to save the little the young boy's life. So there's that. The doctors that would have performed the operation told her that she would have to duplicate her consciousness in order to get the money to do it. Right? Okay. Which is illegal. Yes. So essentially the mom agrees the boy's you know life is saved through the operation uh-huh. but she goes to jail for 25 years uh-huh so the thing is what basically this got main character's whole entire thing is is he helps he works on humanoids both legally and illegally like he's like a he's like a black market doctor as well as a real like doctor that helps out with humanoids and basically his job as a black market doctor is to get information, is to like help work on stuff and check for viruses and all this other stuff and help people out under the table so he can get information on where the copy of his mom's consciousness is, if that makes sense. So basically okay. he's not, so like he's, in the first episode he, visit, he visits his mom, right? And I think... Either I might have it switched up, but I think the the mom that he sees in the penitentiary when he goes to visit her is the copy, and the real version is somewhere else. I think that sounds so. Basically, he's just trying to find the real copy of his mom because what they explain in the show is that uh, like criminal organizations will use the duplicate copies of people's consciousness to carry out crimes. Mm-hmm. So he's under the assumption that somebody's using his mom's consciousness in order to commit crimes. And he's trying to find it, essentially. That sounds crazy. It sounds crazy, and it lo- it sounds like it, ramps- it would ramp up to be like a good story. It just, I don't know, the- it was tr- kind of boring. Like, it kind of dragged on. You know how, like, we were talking about how long the... The my uh the girl I forgot her glasses was right. We were like we're watching a twenty two minute episode, but it feels like we've been here for an hour. Yeah, that's how I felt watching it. Like I just felt like it was just stuff was moving so slow, and like the information that we, that was essential to the plot wasn't being given in a timely manner. Like obviously you know like some shows are going to be slow burns, which is fine, but this was like a slow burn where you don't really know when it's actually going to start burning. You know. It's also like, but like, if 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 a a premise like that, 
if a premise like that feels slow, that just makes it more boring. Because you're like, what the fuck is going on? <clears throat> Literally. Like, I'm just like, okay, you can have it be a slow, like, ramp up to, like, a big revelation. But you also got to give me some some plot, some some foreshadowing, some some threadlings that I can, like, look at and say, okay, I think I uh, this might be where they're going with that one. Or, ooh, I wonder what this character's motivations are. Or, this might be pretty cool. The entire, like, a good chunk of the episode is basically this the main character goes to the house of this couple who both of them are humanoids and their daughter is an, is a human they adopted the daughter when they were when she was a baby the mother's internal processing thing got messed up cuz she took a fall down the stairs so her like her brain got messed up so the dad has this smart ass idea of duplicating her conscious which is a which is a crime, right? Mm-hmm. So I guess when he goes to do it and find the equipment needed or software needed to do it, it puts a virus in the mother's processing unit in her head. Mm-hmm. So the, so they call the the underground doctor, which is the main character, to come fix it. And this and is all episode one. This is all episode one. Jesus Christ! This is all episode one. So they basically, they use that situation to kind of explain to you what the main character's motivations are, which I thought was a good idea, but just, it just took too long to get going. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like using, using his profession as a me, as a vehicle to tell, to, to showcase what his actual motivations are, pretty smart idea, you know? So just outright being like, my name is X, Y, and Z, and this is why I want to do X, Y, and Z. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like I think it's that kind of stuff is bo- kind of lame, but you know, using a fa- using a random civilian family who you know is going through a tough time and decides to turn to something illegal to fix their problems, which actually makes things worse, and then he ends up fixing it, and then talking to somebody that we don't know yet, and he's like, "Oh, what do you think about this?" And they're like, "Oh, this is probably somebody new creating a new." software that's that's giving you a virus is giving people a virus you know doesn't seem like anything black market or mafia related or some shit like that is what they say and i'm just like oh that might be a cool plot point but it just doesn't really Mm. go anywhere you know it's just kind of boring but i'll give it a couple more i'll give it the three episode rule before i decide to make a decision on it but i hope it turns itself around but that's really about all i got for i gotta watch i gotta watch uh reborn as a vending machine yeah, shout out to Rainy. Shout out to Rainy. I felt like he manifested that. It is. There's no way he did it. He had to have. It is a six point six one on my anime list. <laughs> it's not terrible. Not terrible. I mean, you get what you you get what you're what you I guess theoretically pay for. You know, like you're not nobody's going into that thinking it's going to be this top tier peak fiction isekai. They know it's going to be something stupid. Oh. The studio who makes this made World's End Harem. Jesus. Oh, no. Oh, man. Interesting. Interesting. Well, none of these, none of their animes have above an eight. Well, they're probably making really just 
trashy shows. Think of, I mean, think about it. Reincarnated in another world as a vending machine, like that's not going to turn into a ReZero yeah. or Sword Art Online, you know what I'm saying, or Hori- or Log Horizon. It's not going to turn into any of those shows, you yeah. know? So <laughs> I'm, it's I'm about sc- a fucking vending machine. I'm scrolling down their, you know, their catalog. It's a lot of girls. A lot of girls. <laughs> <laughs> too too many, if you ask me. There's about too many, huh? But I will also be watching that one too, just to kind of get. I a gotta glimpse. see what's up. Gotta see what's up, right? Um, they can't be too crazy, you know. The main character's a vending machine. How it's, it's got to be funny. It's got to be at least be funny. Yeah, like how etchy could it get? He's a main. He the main character's a vending machine. I, you know, it doesn't say the genres here. Don't say etchy. It says comedy and fantasy. All right, so that's helpful. <laughs> that helps a little bit. Yeah. There, um, there is a bear guy. I'm just. Yeah, I guess I have cover. to just check it out. You look at the cover. Yeah, I have to just check it out. Just off the strength of Rainy manifesting that to become an anime. Yeah. <laughs> um. That and then his yeah. the other one, uh, plus sized elf. That got an anime too. Didn't no, it? I don't. I don't know. I'm saying if it does, then you know he's an oracle. <laughs> For real. Um. Yeah, so that's that's really about all I got. Do you have any uh, you got any music recommendations at all before we get out of here? Music recs. What have I been listening to lately? Uh, Healy's new song "2D" is really good. Yep. Turn your phone off by Pink Panthers and Destroy Lonely is kind of good. Yeah. I just really like Pink Panthers. <laughs> uh, Whoa by Kyle. It's just a lot of singles. Oh, uh, Scaring the uh, Hose DLC pack. Yes, yeah, Scaring the Hose DLC pack. Uh, Peggy and Danny Brown continue to scare the hose in the best way possible. Uh, those those songs are all cool. Um, I guess for me, I'm really excited for uh, Mick Jenkins' new album. Yeah, uh, and the, the song "Smoke Breakdance" with JID is just. Really phenomenal. I'm excited for that album to come out. Um, let's see. Oh, a song that I've been wanting to come out for so long, because it was on YouTube for the longest time, and now it's actually out, is uh, Dangerous Derringer by Sauce Waka and Conway the Machine. So basically, it started out as a, you know, Derringer is like the uh, a producer who produces a lot of like Griselda yeah. uh, stuff, right? He gave Sauce Walker a, a beat or whatever and made a song, but the song was only on this uh, YouTube series called Off the Block, where basically like a bunch of people like freestyle. Like the, the format's cool. It's like a, a mic is like hanging from like in the middle of the screen, and like people are outside in public just like walking up to the mic and they'll just start rapping, right? You have a cool, they, the Sauce Walker one's probably one of the more, more popular ones. I think. Um, Lola Brooke did one, like the, her first single that came out. Like she did, she did off the block for that one, it was really cool. And then uh, there was somebody else that did another one that was really cool. But this song is finally on streaming services now, and it's might be one of my favorite beats just overall of the year. Uh, and then Sauce Walker's verse is really cool, and then Collar the Machine kills his verse as well. So just you know, a cool uh, if you really like raps, 
I'd uh, check that one out. But um, I think that's it for me. Yeah. Um. So you know, DreamCon's right around the corner. We got about a week. We might have one more episode come out before we head to DreamCon. I think it'd probably come out that Tuesday, and then we leave for DreamCon on Thursday. Uh, so in two weeks, rather. So super excited for that. And if you see us out there, don't be a stranger. Say what's up. Hell yeah. <laughs> Say what's up. We're um, we're gonna be at. We're gonna to try to be at a lot of different things. I want to go to the the tabletop RPG panel. Yeah. We're gonna to try to get um, RDC World versus Some Bros, or it's uh, R- it's RDC versus AMP, right? Yeah, that's that's Saturday with Berlizzi. Mm-hmm. That'd be really cool. Yeah, so there's a lot of stuff. I just need to, to see to. Burleasy be Burleasy in, 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 person, in person, right? <laughs> uh, but yeah, that's gonna be really cool. So uh, that's really all the time we got. Uh, I've been nostalgia. I'll talk about go. Zoe, we'll see you guys next time.